You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show talking top defensive players here in the Big Ten as we are just about two weeks or less away, Robin, from being in Chicago, getting a chance to meet a lot of these guys at the Big Ten Media Day. Sean Callahan, around watch it. Nate Klaus want to talk about outside linebackers coming back in this conference. And I'll be honest, Robin, this is kind of a – a rebuilding year for for that position there's not that elite level guy coming back um that we've seen as far as like immediate you know top level first round draft pick yeah so carter coughlin from minnesota was our number one and he's interesting because he's listed as a linebacker Uh, everywhere has him as a linebacker but essentially he's a rush end i mean he comes off the edge and he rushes the passer i don't know how much he even does in coverage but He's really, really good at rushing the passer. He ranked second in the Big Ten in sacks, forced fumbles, and fifth in tackles for loss last year uh, and was graded by Pro Football Focus as one of the best pass rushers in all of college football. So, uh, you know, I mean, he's he's the kind of guy that sets the tone, even though he's not your true outside linebacker. Um, I mean, that kind of shows that that position – there's so much hybrid to it that nowadays that it's kind of hard to really pinpoint what that position is anymore. Well, and to me, I just look at Carter Coughlin and go, well, that's a guy Nebraska, the previous coaching staff didn't even offer. Whoops. So, whoops, yeah. <laughs> Second team all, all Big Ten last yeah. year. Where's he from, Nate? He's from Eden Prairie High School. Went to high school with uh, J.D. Spielman. Mm-hmm. So he would have – and that was that – was, I'm not saying Nebraska could have got him, but they didn't even, like, really try to recruit him. And so. Minnesota was under some transition at that point. Yeah. I mean, there was an opportunity to get him. Okay, moving down, outside linebackers, Marcus Bailey, Purdue. He was their leading tackler a year ago. Um, so, Lorenzo Neal, Marcus Bailey, two really good front seven guys coming back for Purdue. Uh, Micah Parsons, number three, Nate, a uh, guy that you know pretty well for Penn State. Um, he could be that breakout guy that emerges maybe as a high-round NFL draft pick, former five-star recruit that that's, enjoyed his time in Lincoln. Yeah, that's my that's my prediction out of this group is that by the end of the season, Micah Parsons is a household name. He's a stud. He's a freak of nature. Like, he's, a, he's probably – he's in the top probably – two or three like most athletic guys that I've ever seen in person. So he, so yeah, he led the team in tackles last year as a true freshman, yep. becoming the first Penn State freshman, redshirt or true, ever to lead the team in tackles in a season. So talk about immediate impact. Yeah, LeVar yeah. Arrington never did that. Yeah, Linebacker U never did that. O.J. Howard's still like probably one of the most elite high school recruits I've seen in person. Yeah, yeah, he's right up there. Um, and Monte Harrison, to me, is having seen him played – play football baseball basketball yeah he's 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 right up there too but Micah Parsons I'm telling you he's gonna be he's gonna be gone after next after not this season but next season he's he'll be a high high draft pick because he's freaky athletic Malik Harrison Ohio State um he's on there as well another outside linebacker I mean it's kind of reload 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 Ohio State just kind of continues to plug in Really good guys there, but Harrison, 81 tackles, eight and a half tackles for loss um, this past season. Um, so he'll be a, a fixture. Then Zach, is it Bond? Bond. From Wisconsin. Um, that, that position's fallen off, though, right. for they them. They lost three of their four starters. He's the one returning starting linebacker in that group. So Wisconsin's having to replace a lot in that front seven, and he's the one mainstay. And so I think by default, he's kind of looked at as the leader of that group, of that defense in a lot of ways that, 
you know, if Wisconsin's going to be at that same level defensively, it's going to be a large part because of the play of Zach Bond. And so he got in at number five, but there were some other guys that could have made a case to get in there. But I think just because of his value to Wisconsin's defense this year, he got the nod over some of the others. All right, moving on to corner uh, number one from Michigan, uh, Lavert Hill. Um, you know, he, he was a third-team All-American this past year, first-team All-Big all Ten selection as a junior. So, on paper, one of the top, if not the top in the conference. I think Josiah Scott, you could also make a case. Yeah, they're, they're kind of 1A, 1B right there. Um, you know, so Michigan State, another front-line player on that defense. I mean, they're loaded at all levels. I mean, they, they could win the East. I'm, I'm just going to say if, that right now. If they get the quarterback play with this new offense they're putting in, Michigan State might win the if East. If they have any semblance of an offense, I mean, if they can, like, just move the football forward, I think that they have a very <laughs> good chance. They, they were so bad on offense They had, like, last 12 year. drops in the game it at was, Nebraska. It was unbelievable how bad they Nebraska were. Nebraska should not have won that game no, in Lincoln. No, no. I mean, Michigan State, like, bloodied them up. They, they just couldn't, they couldn't do anything on offense. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was actually pretty embarrassing how bad the offense was. Yeah, I mean, that that offense was absolutely when terrible. that Nebraska defense held them to six points. Yeah, I mean, that says everything you need to know. And then you had DiCaprio Boodle, number three from Nebraska. Husker. So we. Uh, so they we, got they got, they got a guy at all three levels. So they got Darian Daniels, Barry. Muhammad Barry, and DiCaprio Boodle, um, Jeffrey o, uh, Okudu, Okuda, Okuda. At Ohio State, this is more fun to hear me mess these names up. I'm, I'm not going to be the name reader here. Uh, John Reed, Penn State, uh, number five. So, Boodle number three, Nate. What do you think of that? I like it. I mean, he put up some very tangible numbers last year. I mean, the, the amount of PBUs that he had was was pretty incredible. Fifteen. Yeah. And so – Ninth nationally. Uh, yeah. I mean, and that's – if that wasn't the top – Mark for all-time PBUs in a season at yeah, Nebraska. It's it got to be. It was the most since Fabian Washington had 15. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's really good. He's in some good company. Now, next thing is turning those PBUs into interceptions. Right. No picks. Yeah. Um, I think you know, Travis Fisher gets, should get a lot of credit for absolutely. the job he did with some of these guys. Well, there's yeah. a reason he got all those pass breakups because teams were testing him every single game. Mm-hmm. They were throwing at him and throwing at him and throwing at him, and he got beat. I mean, he got—he certainly gave up his share of big passes and touchdowns, but uh, for the most part, he answered the call in a, in a big way. And I mean, the story of his is just even coming on Nebraska's radar at that satellite camp to yeah. now establishing himself as one of the better cornerbacks in the Big Ten Conference. I mean, that's about as uh, feel good of a story as you can get. Yeah, you you have to like everything about that, and um, and I know he kind of relished that role last year. You know, at first. I mean, it's never fun to get picked on, but you know, after a little while, I, I think he kind of embraced it and and knew that it was coming his way, and and uh, you know, he he certainly answered the answered the bell there, um, and was able to able to make some plays. And I think that you know, not every one of those fifteen PBUs should have been an interception, but you would have liked to have seen you know maybe uh, just a handful of those kind of turn from a, a breakup to a pick cuz that's that's what this defense is predicated exactly. on taking the ball away you can't just knock the ball away you got to get up there and take it and that will continue to be driven into every one of those defensive backs heads as the season goes in the pass rush guys if if it's there like we think as far as the defensive line for Nebraska 
the secondary is going to look a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, but when Nebraska is having to bring five, six guys to get to quarterbacks and still not getting to quarterbacks, it's really tough for those guys in the back end. We saw that a year ago. Yeah, it makes all the difference in the world. If you can disrupt timing and make quarterbacks throw it earlier than you want to, all of a sudden your secondary looks a whole lot better. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care what team you're talking about. If you know any team that has a good secondary, they chances are they've got a, a stud defensive line too. All right, Robin, kicker and punter as well. Got safety. Oh, we got – oh, gosh, safety. Uh, okay, where are we at on safety? We're at safety. Number one is Jordan Fuller from Ohio State, who – I mean, third team All-Big Ten last year, but he's kind of returning as the linchpin of that uh, Ohio State secondary. Michigan, Josh Metellus. Metellus? I don't even know how to pronounce it. So I'm like you, Sean. Anyway, he, he's coming back uh, You know, for a very good Michigan State defense. He's going to be the guy running that show. Antoine Brooks from Maryland. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was a second team all Big Ten uh, pick last year uh, who, you know, another one of those overlooked players that probably doesn't get enough attention as he should. Uh, And then Geno Stone from Iowa. They always have a safety. I know. And I know we caught some flack about that putting him on there. Uh, because we left Deontay Williams off from oh, Nebraska. But Deontay but Williams didn't even start last year. I know, year. he didn't start. Come on now. But the reasoning was, you know, pro football focus, who we rely on, you know, just for resource and data, had him as the, the basically all Big Ten graded, highest graded team. Take that into perspective, Geno Stone was also on that list. So what are we going to do, take him off? And then Marcelino Ball was another guy people questioned. He's a hybrid safety linebacker slot corner for Indiana that does so much in their defense that you can't put a value at him as just one position. I mean, they move him all over the field at what they call the Husky position that, uh, I mean, he, he's a guy that I think is going to be as important as any player on that Indiana defense. So, uh, have at it. All right, kicker. We got to keep it moving here. Kicker and punter. We won't go through the full list. Anybody from Nebraska make kicker or punter? The only player was Barrett Pickering, and he came in at number five on our kicker rankings. And for as rough as his start to the year was, he really came on strong. I think he made like ten straight kicks to end the, the Michigan season. Michigan State kicks were amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he was the only guy that scored. I mean, his three field goals won them the game in in a blizzard's you know snowy afternoon freezing uh, cold yeah that was awful and so he really turned it on to where it was like a complete disaster with nebraska special teams but then he became a stabilizing force and really settled down and became the type of kicker everybody thought he was going to be as a scholarship uh, kicker recruit yeah i, I don't in the thing to me about those michigan state kicks is that like the game was on the line each and every one of those kicks like that was a potential game-winning kick, or they needed those points, each and every one of those kicks. It wasn't – and none of them, to me, were automatic chip shots considering the conditions and all that. So, um, yeah, that game to me really showed, to me at least, what what he's made of. All right, well, when we come back, we are going to shift over to recruiting as we do every week in our show, and we're going to stay on defense. Nate Klaus is going to give us a big-picture view of the defensive recruiting board and kind of Nebraska's key needs here down the stretch here in this second half of recruiting. That's next here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.